Hey, Shelly. Hey, Jessica. Happy, what is it, Sunday today? Happy Sunday after Thanksgiving. Yes, and after How COVID. Oh my gosh, that's right. That's why we haven't recorded in so long. I know. So sorry if anyone was waiting for an episode, but I was on, I was suffering from the plague. Oh my gosh, that was awful. You were like legit sick for 10 full days. Yeah. Like actually just like beyond sick for 10 days. Yeah, it wasn't fair at all. That was not fair. It was not fair. And I was very upset because... I had so many fun plans. I was supposed to go to Disney World. Wait. You I, didn't get to go. I didn't get to go. I was supposed to go to Disney World and I booked, you know, oh, I was supposed to go by myself to miss miss my you know, visit my girlfriend and I was supposed to go to Mickey's very merry Christmas party and celebrate my the life of my friend and we I didn't get to do any of that. So you're, oh my gosh, Jessica, I did not realize that you had to miss that. Yeah, it was okay though. I mean, it it oh, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I did I wasn't out a lot of money and, you know, you're welcome to the airlines and Walt Disney World for donating money Jesus. to, to Oh my gosh, I can't believe you had to miss that. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Thank you though. But yeah, I mean I knew you were sick the whole time, but I didn't remember <laughs> that you were like missing out actively on oh, yeah. something you had been planning for a while yeah so it's okay life happens I'm alive I'm not hospitalized and mm-hmm. I can definitely do the podcast which is you know all I was thinking about <laughs> of course while I of was course. while I was dying you know I was like ooh, <laughs> if I die from this do I come back as a ghost or do I get to do I get to go on to the podcast as right. a ghost special guest? I know. Like, just remember me, you know? Like, just remember me in different <laughs> ways. I will always be with you, Shelly. I will always be with you. All right. So, well, that's good. So we have so much to talk about, obviously, because we haven't talked in, like, two weeks about, you know, podcast stuff. But Everything. Um, we have so many, I mean, for, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, we had a, Shelly and I had a fun experience right around, right around when I got covid um, we didn't even have a chance to record an episode afterwards, and now we've just been oh, sitting on this. Wild. We've been sitting on this information. My sister had called me, and now I'm, you know, not feeling well and laying in bed, nothing going on. She said, "Jessica, I was just listening to your podcast, which thanks Rachel. Shout out to Rachel, <laughs> and your name's Rachel too. So, oh yeah, that's why it's great. Shelly Rachel, oh, Shelly Rachel. So." Rachel calls me and I'm thinking like who died because my family's so big that like we all don't call each other on a regular basis so I'm like oh my gosh she like called me I hope everything's okay she said Jessica I'm in the car with my two dogs on my way to the Poconos and I'm listening to your podcast and then she proceeded to tell me that when you were telling the one part of the story which was the last episode we did about nursing homes and haunted nursing homes and spirits and things like that. And the one story you had told was about the woman or something that they saw a face in a doorway. And when you were talking about that, my sister said she heard, I know it's so cringy. She heard in her car, stop talking. That is terrifying. I know. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I'm thinking, did we say that? 
So I had to think for a second. I'm like, what did we say? I'm like, because we say a bunch of shit half the time. We don't even we don't even know what we're talking about half the time. But (laughs) we just you know ramble. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, but it said it again. It was like she goes, I thought you had added like a special effect type of noise because sometimes podcasts do that. Yeah. She she goes, I don't yeah. We'll be extra creepy and just yeah. add this random voice in the yeah. middle of our story. Why not? Yeah. So she proceeds to say, I don't know what that was. And I'm like, um, we never said that. And we never nope. played a noise. So what are you talking about? And she said, but Jessica, the weirdest thing was, you know, as it's coming through my radio in the car and I'm freaking out, she goes, the name of the episode was, are you ready to shit your pants? <laughs> so she calls me and she's like. Jessica, the irony is, are you ready to shit your pants? Because I almost did shit my pants in the, in the car because I oh was freaking gosh. out. And I said, well, what are you talking about? So that we were just trying to figure it out. She goes, but I went back and listened to it and it didn't do it. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? So I said, I need to call Shelly right now. So Shelly, I called you. We did a three-way call and I will let it you know. It was amazing. Well, can I just tell you like... I felt so bad because I'm like, okay, bye. After we hung up, I tell my sister, Rachel tells you this horrible story and she goes, Oh, I don't know if it's where you recorded it or not. And she's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm like, well, we were at Shelly's house. And then Shelly's like, what? I know. I know. So she said, she described it as this like older woman who sounded like, she had smoked too many cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, stop talking. Yes. And I'm like, is this in my house? Like, I, where is this coming from? I don't know, but they do mess. And then she rewound it and it didn't appear again. I know. So no one else heard it. Like, I don't no. think any of our listeners heard this voice. I don't know. But if you did, please let us please know. tell us. Now I'm scared to listen to the episode again because if I hear it, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. No, I didn't even think to listen to it again, but like I feel like I have to. Oh my god. What I don't know, is your sister like extra like attentive to the supernatural? Maybe. Well, I know she had the one she did tell me the one story about how she used to drive past the cemetery as a teenager. Um, there's a local cemetery and the only way to get to this person's house was passing a cemetery and her hands would fly in the air as she went past the cemetery. And there was this whole thing. And I'll I'll probably tell the story in greater detail a little later, but it was so strange because she used to play with a Ouija board. So fuck Ouija boards. Have you played with a Ouija board? No. Oh, oh, ever in my life? Yes. Yeah. Ever in my life. I don't recall specifically like anything substantial. I'm sure things have moved and you know, answers yes or no. I just don't remember as a kid what I what I would have asked it. And there could have yeah. been a full blown haunting, and I wouldn't have really recognized it because I didn't. I wasn't looking for it. Um, you but, just thought it was a game. Yeah, I just thought it was a game, and people still today just think it's a game. And I'm like, Meh. it's not. It's not a game. We don't, don't mess with it. I mean, go back to my episode. I don't know what number it was, but I did a whole episode on just Ouija boards, and I'm like, that's nope. enough. That's enough. So she used to play with a Ouija board and then she would go to her friend's house and pass the cemetery. And she said in the Ouija board, it was spelling out the name Gabe. Gabe. And she was like, I don't know a Gabe, but whatever. It just kept coming out Gabe. And she was at her girlfriend's house. So it wasn't our house. It was like her friend's house. 
and she said that they kept passing and then one time the her hands would just like fly up and her friend even tried to hold her hands down to like see if that made a difference or whatever and her hands would still go up and she would cry she's like i would cry hysterically when we passed the cemetery my my hands would be raised and i don't know what's going on so here one of her friends happened to notice oh that's ironic it's the angel gabriel in the cemetery and that's the the hand motion that it was doing that's so bizarre like (laughs) that connection like i know so i'm saying what i suggested is we should go (laughs) yeah visit that grave because it's obviously like saying something i know i'm just wondering why it was just my sister like did it how put, could you not go and like, like figure it out like it was it was communicating through the ouija board and then it happened at the graveyard <laughs> I don't multiple know. times like how could your curiosity not get the better of you and like go and find out what is going on yeah we don't really want well we're not the people that run towards danger mostly but <laughs> i would i would be the one that would probably be like yeah sure let's go but I am. <laughs> so Shelly, your response was, so when are we going? But <laughs> I will say that it's, you know, I, I hope it's not like any type of possession or anything that was going on, but that's still terrifying yeah. how it can control your physical body to make you do things. That is terrifying. That's true. But it's an angel. I know. So I'm hoping it's a sweet thing, but. Should we go? Um, sure. <clears throat> okay. Right on top of All that, right. Rose. Right on top of that. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck that. I, I'm just, I'm just a little afraid for her. You know, she said she only drove past it because we had, you had asked her, have you gone back since? And she said, I've only driven past it like twice as an adult. And she was driving both times and it did not happen, but she was driving. That's good. Yeah. Could you imagine if she was no. driving and she had her hands just flew in the air? What do you do? You can't That's steer. That's dangerous. That's terrifying. So Not okay. Burn it to the ground. Whatever's going burn on there. Just burn it to the ground. If we go back and that statue's like not there anymore or something, oh no, it's even creepier. Okay. We have to go. Well, speaking of creepy, um, mm-hmm. I did a little research. Um, did you have any other happenings you wanted to talk about before I get into my story? <laughs> No, I guess the only other thing is um, that I think the ghost people are coming early 2023. So I will be having paranormal investigators here. And I want to join a paranormal group. Like, I feel like it's time for me to do that. That sounds fun. I'm in. Like, go, like, traipsing around Pennsylvania, going to other haunted places and, like, I thought it was Checking it out. Yeah, I thought it was really fun when we went to that one. I'd never been oh, to I something like that. It was so cool. And and I loved how like respectful they were of the history mm-hmm. and like just of the spirits and yeah. it just felt very like above board and like awesome. Yeah, they did a great job. They did a great job of really tying it all together and keeping our interest. And I think, mm-hmm. like, we could have just stood there and they didn't say anything. And they actually, like, engaged with us and made it more interactive. And I liked that. So Yeah, that's great. I, I would definitely be excited to join that. And if we can't be there, you know, at least we can, you know, hear whatever their findings are and all that stuff. That's true. 
That's so, a good point. So I'm, anyway, that's that's it. There were no other happenings ha- okay. happening. So well, that's a good thing then. Then we have nothing it to is. report. When we have nothing to report, it's a good day. Totally. Well, these people, on the other hand, that I'm about to talk about are not having such good days. <laughs> so oh boy. this is about Robert the doll. Robert the doll. Really? Yeah, so this is the considered the world's most haunted doll. Intrigued? I love that you're talking about this. I hate that I'm talking about this, but <laughs> <laughs> So poor Ken is like don't tell me a goddamn thing about it. And I was like, okay. So anyway, Ken, about this, you know, he's like, shut <laughs> up. So I'm going to probably repeat a little bit of the pieces because I, I don't, I don't want to leave anything out, but there were some great articles I found in some of it, you know, it's just kind of repeating the same information. So I'll do my best to not repeat. However, some have more details, some don't. So um, I want to give credit to all the, you know, the writers. So this is, and the reason where where this topic came from, obviously, I hate dolls. And, of course, I see World's Most Haunted Doll on the Travel Channel. And it's like an hour and a half or two hour episode of something. Here's me. I'm like, okay, I'm recording this. I'll go back. When I tell you I've watched like 20 minutes of it and I had to turn it off because it was freaking me out. Really? Just It was just, I don't, I didn't feel anything as far as like any presence or anything, but it just... It made me feel very superstitious. Like I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't be watching this for some reason. So interesting. No, I've heard <clears throat> things about Robert the doll. Oh my god. And I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say because I've heard things. Yeah, it's crazy. I knew nothing of it. So going into it blindly, I was like, what the fuck? So Wait, yeah. Is it safe to talk about? <clears throat> yes. Okay. It is safe to talk about. It's only unsafe if you go to visit him. And then you have to write him a letter. Wait. Yeah. So I'm jumping ahead. So that's okay. No, no, no. Let's it's fine. Proceed. So let me let me just talk before I get into the articles. The beginning of the episode starts with a woman who looks like she had literally just seen like 43 ghosts. She was ter- <laughs> She was terrified and she oh, was no. shaking and she was like, "I haven't talked about this in so long." And I mean, clearly PTSD written all over this woman's face. And she goes into this, you know, museum where he is and she talks about how she she's ready to apologize to him. And when that, I say ready to apologize, that's where it gets fucking crazy. OK, so the story of Robert the doll dates back to the early 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a one of a kind handmade doll by a servant that worked for his parents in his home. Eugene, who everyone called Jean, named the doll Robert and quickly became attached to his new friend. So in the episode, it was a little boy, and he, right as, you know, he felt he was in love with the doll and just kept looking at the doll, and then he would get pissed at his mom for calling him Gene. And oh. he was like, it's Robert. My name is Robert. Or, no, I'm sorry, opposite. I, I just messed that up. Name the doll Robert, but then he was like, Everyone called him Gene. So he, so basically the, the mom kept calling him the other name. And he's like, no, that's yeah. not my name. So it was just kind of a weird dynamic. But anyway, the home where Eugene lived, or Gene, now called the artist's house, is located at 534 Eaton Street, E-A-T-O-N Street, and was built in 
uh, between 1890 and 1898. What state? Um, it looks like it is, I'll get there short. I, I think it's... Pennsylvania. Key West was where the doll was. Oh, Key West, yeah. interesting. Okay, okay. Very yeah. far away. Yeah. All right. Far enough. Far <laughs> so, enough. So it was here that Eugene was given Robert the doll and where a friendship that lasted throughout his lifetime and beyond was forged. While he seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, it wasn't long before Robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events. And this comes from ghostsandgravestones.com, by the way. The first hint that something out of the ordinary was happening was one night when Jean, who was only 10 years old, awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed staring at him. Nope. (laughs) I'm yeeting Mm. that doll out of the house. Yeet that doll. Yeet the doll. Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. What? Yeah. Yeah. Jean cried for help, begging his mother to rescue him. When she finally was able to wrench the locked door open, she saw poor Jean curled up in fear on his bed, his room in shambles, and Robert the doll sitting at the foot of the bed. Oh, my gosh. So it says on here, Robert did it were the only words Jean could get out, the same words he would later use many times throughout his childhood when something strange, mysterious, or destructive would happen. So did Robert do it? Nobody knows for sure why or how this child's plaything could actually wreak havoc on a child's bedroom or do anything at all. After all, it was just a toy, right? But the weird and inexplicable didn't stop at that one occurrence. Jean's parents would often fu- often hear their son upstairs talking to the doll and getting a response back in a totally <laughs> different voice. That is so creepy. I have chills all over my body. They reported seeing the doll speak and witnessing his expression change. Giggling and sightings of Robert running up the steps or staring out the upstairs window were also reported. Robert continued to live with Jean throughout his lifetime, and after Jean's parents died, he moved back into their home with his wife, Anne. Jean decided that the doll needed a room of his own and placed him in the upstairs room that had a window overlooking the street. Yeah, it's just like making That's a comp- a lot for a doll. Like, making here, a this company. doll needs a central <laughs> I mean, was that like the child substitute? I don't know what's going on there. But Anne felt uneasy. Obviously, the wife is going to feel uneasy yeah, with Robert that. in the house. And although she couldn't put her finger on it, she wanted Jean to lock the doll up in the attic where he could do no harm. Jean conceded, and as one could imagine, Robert the doll was not happy with his new digs. I get that. Yeah. Who wants to be thrown But I also there? understand his wife's <clears throat> position. Right. Right. Yeah. Soon, visitors to the home heard footsteps in the attic, the sounds of someone pacing back and forth, and devilish giggling. Neighborhood children reported seeing Robert watching them from the window in the upstairs bedroom and told accounts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. When Gene heard this, he immediately went to investigate, knowing that he had locked Robert in the attic and there was no way he could be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom. But to his complete shock, when he opened the door to the bedroom, there was Robert, sitting in the rocking chair by the window. <laughs> That's just... Oh my gosh. I've already had enough, but I have to keep going. <laughs> Gene locked Robert back up in the attic several times, 
each time discovering him again sitting by the window in the same upstairs bedroom. So he was like, that fuck you. reminds me. Yeah, that reminds me of, like, the uh, the Elsa doll that you yes. talked about the other week. It, like, where they, like, threw it out and then she came back. Yeah, no. she. So Robert is not having it and he said, fuck you, Anne. I'm going to stay in the bedroom. So that's really what happened, pretty much. I mean, maybe you should just kind of roll with it. I know, right? I don't know. So, unfortunately, Jean did die, you know, eventually. A new child to terrorize. So, Jean Otto died in 1974. And when a new owner moved into the house on Eaton Street, their 10-year-old daughter was delighted to find Robert the doll in the attic. Nope. Nope. Don't fucking give your doll to a random stranger. Just don't. Just don't play with a doll in the attic. That's just asking for trouble. Just don't play with dolls. Just don't even look at them or talk about them, even though no, we're talking no about dolls. Them. Okay. <laughs> and don't buy them for your friend's birthday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, or maybe you do. Or maybe you do, and then they're terrified. Okay. But her delight ended soon when she claimed that Robert was alive and that the doll wanted to hurt her. She awoke often in the middle of the night screaming in fear and told her parents that Robert had moved about in the room. It wasn't long before Robert the doll was given away, and today he lives in the East Martello Fort, where visitors from all over the world come to see him. So is Robert really possessed? Many believe that the origin of Robert's evil lies in the one who originally gave him to Jean Otto, the servant who worked for Jean's parents. This woman was supposedly mistreated by her bosses, and to punish them, it is believed that she cursed the doll with voodoo and black magic. So, Can you blame her? No. Fuck no. them. Fuck them people. That might explain the many mysterious and frightening experiences people have had with Robert the doll, but if so, wouldn't the haunting end when the owners died? No one really knows for sure, but one thing remains constant. Robert the doll continues to taunt and scare those who come to view him, especially guests to the museum who attempt to take photos. So that's the big thing. Taking okay, a photo so I, of him. I was going to ask, the next question was, where is Robert now? So he is in Key West in that, in that museum. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he... Um, but don't take pictures of him. Right. Well, you can. So there's rules surrounding that. So okay. I'm going to get to that as well. Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. I know it's exciting stuff because it's like, what the <laughs> it's fuck? exciting. So, so he, can, he basically still haunts people. Um, many have reported their cameras becoming inoperable when they tried to take a picture of Robert, only to begin working again when they left the museum. Robert the doll sits inside a glass case, but it doesn't seem to stop him from inflicting fear and discomfort to museum staff and visitors. Staff members reported that Robert's facial expressions change hearing demonic giggling and have even seen robert put his hand up to the glass no no why would you want to fucking work there okay so um so you can meet him at east martello museum visitors are welcome to view robert in a special case at the museum and of course are encouraged to take try and get a photo though most who have tried have been unsuccessful if nothing else, get a close look at Robert, watch him carefully, try to catch a glimpse of him smirking at you, moving about in his case, or watching you as you watch him. Okay, so that was the first article. The second article is talking about minding your manners around Robert. Caution. This is from horrorobsessive.com. Mind your manners when visiting Robert the doll. 
So as far as haunted dolls are concerned, those interested in the paranormal are most familiar with Annabelle, who reportedly tormented a nurse and her roommate during the 1970s. So Annabelle's story had been, has been popularized by a big budget film franchise, but no one really ever heard of Robert the Doll, and I hadn't. People come from miles around to visit them at the museum in Florida. It's in Key West. Those visiting are advised to mind their manners in Robert's presence. Visitors are urged to introduce themselves, ask permission before taking a photo, and thank Robert before leaving. Those who don't send letters to the museum often address to Robert, detailing all the bad luck they've had since their visit. So if you don't follow those rules, of, again, I'll repeat them in case you, in case you go. Ask perm you have to introduce yourself. You have to ask permission to take a photo and then you have to thank Robert before leaving. Okay. That's so, a lot of rules to remember. It is. Just it it's just be normal and polite, but you know, you're gonna forget one of those details, you're fucked. Yeah. So among the misfortunes suffered by visitors who disrespected Robert include job loss, divorce, financial troubles, and even sickness. Many letters conclude with the writer pleading with Robert to lift his curse. There's a rumor about Robert being the inspiration for Chucky, the homicidal doll of child's play. But he, I believe it. He wasn't, but, you know, people still, no, it's a rumor. No, I believe it. I, I just Googled <clears throat> him because I needed to have a visual. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the... Oh, my God. He's terrifying. He's very And he creepy. has a dog? Who has a dog? Robert the doll has a dog. Yeah, I think he has he's a little. He's holding a dog. Yeah, he's a little, uh. He looks very old-timey. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a He's little... He's very large, too. Yes. Absolutely. He is hmm. not... He's not a tiny thing. He's like... No? It's almost like... Reminds me of, like, my buddy or kid sister, like, when we were little. Yes. How you, like, ca Absolutely. carry a doll around that's, like, a child-sized doll. Like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a child-sized doll on top of it. So, um... Let me see here. Oh, you, you listened to Postmortem, right? Or no? Is that a podcast? Yeah. I listened to Morbid. Morbid, that's what it is. Okay. So there's another podcast okay. called Postmortem. Okay. So according to a, 19, a 2019 article, How Greed and Consumerism Inspired Chucky, film's creepiest talking doll, on Bustle, Chucky's creator Don Mancini wasn't inspired by Robert. Bustle quotes Mancini from an interview on Mick Garris's podcast, Postmortem. He says, because of my exposure to the world of advertising and marketing through my dad, I was very aware from an early age of the cynicism uh, inherent that in that world, particularly selling products to children. And he's just basically talking about how it wasn't really an inspiration for Chucky, but he just okay. said, Mad Madison Avenue refers to children as consumer trainees. And I discovered that as a child. I thought I wanted to write a dark satire about how advertising affects children. There's a trilogy of independent movies bearing Robert's name that offer a very creative fictionalized story of Robert's origins, which is Robert the Doll from 2016, Robert and the Toymaker 2017, and Robert Reborn 2019. However, the truth is more fascinating than fiction. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> as we know, the, ch the doll was given as a birthday gift for his fourth birthday. So those who knew the family said that the son was attached to the doll and took him everywhere. He even gave his doll his first name, Robert, while he insisted on being called Gene from then on. Strange things started to happen. 
Jean's parents, again, would hear talking late night at the, in the room. They heard a distinct voice answering, with, answering him, but when they opened the door, they found Jean sitting alone talking to Robert. They would also hear Jean scream at night, which we talked about, you know, Robert sitting on the edge of the bed, and objects also began flying across the room, and they would find some of Jean's other toys mutilated. Could you really? fu- could you fucking imagine? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And when they try to discipline Gene, he would usually tell them, I didn't do it. Robert did it. Oh, my god! So they didn't even get rid of Robert. They just put him in the attic. So the Ottos... That's not good. Yeah, the Ottos themselves were a prominent family. And just a little bit about them. They um, came from Germany during the 19th century and eventually settled in Key West. So Thomas Otto was a physician pharmacist. So, I mean, if they heard shit and he's a doctor... You have to believe him. You know, he's not just making shit up. The family owned two pharmacies in Key West. In those days, doctors often doubled as pharmacists since they did not make as much money as they do nowadays. Doctors often treated patients regardless of their ability to pay and often accepted goods and, ex- and change in exchange for healthcare services. Jean was the youngest of four children, Mizpah, Joseph, and Thomas Osgood. Jean reportedly shared a close relationship with his sister, Mizpah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have to cough. Excuse me. Got so choked up over Robert the doll. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So accounts differ as to where Robert the doll came from and who gave it to him. This is where, you know, we don't really know, but it says the origin story was that it, you know, circulated over the years was that he was a voodoo doll and he was made by a Haitian service servant. Excuse me. The servant gave Robert um, that doll as an act of revenge, as we had mentioned before. Uh, Robert was said to be made with human hair and stuffed with straw. Well, that's an issue. Yeah, right there. Why are you making a doll with human hair? I don't know. Human hair just freaks me out in general. It's creepy. And teeth. Anything with like... Oh, no, nothing with teeth. Yeah, that freaks me out. So the team recorded... Oh, sorry, excuse me. I I jumped ahead a little bit because I got so excited. All right. So a (laughs) a team from Key West Art and Historical Society gives Robert an annual examination to make sure he stays in good condition. The team recorded every detail about Robert. Robert's hair is not human hair, but most likely mohair. He is stuffed with a straw-like material and covered with felt. For those unfamiliar with Robert, he stands about three feet tall, weighs six... Very large. Yes. He weighs six pounds, has short blonde hair, black button eyes, and is dressed in a sailor suit complete with a hat. He also holds a plush lion. So it's not a dog. It's a lion. Oh, it's a lion. Yeah. And they named the museum staff named Leo, uh, named the, the lion Leo. Jean gave Robert the sailor suit that belonged to him when he was little and also gave Robert his plush pet. Jean went away to college as an adult to study architecture at the University of Virginia for two and a half years. Robert didn't accompany Jean. Jean went on to study painting at the Academy of Fine Arts in Chicago for three years. Besides playing with Robert during childhood, Jean reportedly loved to paint. According to the family, Jean took up a paintbrush before he learned to speak. He spent the following two and a half years working with the Art Students League in New York. From New York, he moved to Paris, where he established himself at a studio, met his future wife, Annette Parker. Parker was originally from New England and was in Paris studying music. They married in 1930, May 3rd, 1930, um, at the American Cathedral in Paris. They eventually moved back to the U.S., where we talked about how 
Um, now Gene is a furniture salesman and ended up performing at the Rainbow Room at Rockefeller Center as Anne Gerard. The two composed and copyrighted more than 30 songs with Gene writing the lyrics to Anne's music. One song of Time and the River was recorded by singer Jimmy Brierly, Brierly. During the 1940s, Gene learned that his mother was sick and the couple moved to Key West. So they had an, <clears throat> excuse me, ex, you know, had, they didn't have Robert with all, you know, all that time they, he was left up in the attic. So after his mother's death, again, they, you know, went through the estate and, um, like we said, we, he put the doll back up in the attic and it wanted to keep moving back down to yeah. the room. So, yeah. Um, so Gene was seen like a pretty respected, you know, physician, pharmacist. His yeah. wife was very well known. So, you know, these people are not fucking crazy. They know. No. And, and it's just a shame that it's saying that um, this is actually kind of sad. So Gene did pass away on June 24th, 1974 in a Miami hospital. It was determined that his death was caused by Parkinson's disease. An article in the Sun Centennial um written 10 years after his death said that in the months leading up to his death gene spent most of his time in the attic talking to robert after his death Anne found out that she was written out of her husband's will according to a letter written by gene's sister ms Otto, um gene was hurt when he found out that he had been written out of Anne's mother's will gene left everything to his sister Anne owned the, hard, the artist house jointly with Jean. She sold it to a neighbor and a friend. So she said that that doll was Jean's best friend. Of course, he never had any other friends. That's really sad and creepy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne moved to Massachusetts to live with her sister. She died five years later of pancreatic cancer. She was buried in, in Connecticut. So now it's back to the, the Robert, the doll specifically. So that's kind of the history, the who had him, what did they do with him? <sighs> Oh, it's just it's crazy. a lot. <clears throat> it is a lot. So the other thing is these letters. So the the story is is that if you do go to visit and you don't follow the rules and shit happens to you, they're saying like you should write an apology letter to Robert. They don't know if it's necessarily going to lift anything automatically or not, but better safe than sorry. Exactly. So um let me get to the other part. So this is, uh, there's actually a website called robertthedoll.org. Um, do you want to, you know, how you can share your experiences with Robert? He loves to receive emails, letters, and pictures of your visit. So it gives an address. Um, you can, you know, visit him at his home. And that's at 3501 South Roosevelt Boulevard, Key West, Florida, 33040. Or email robert at robertthedoll.org. You can also follow their their um, activities on Facebook and Twitter. But what I thought was so fucking cool was that if you contact the you know historical society, the Key West Art and Historical Society, you agree that your letters or comments may be used in publications or promotions unless you specify otherwise. So, do you want to hear a couple of the letters? Um, absolutely. I mean, this is where I was like, oh my God. So this was... You found the letters? Oh, there's so many letters. (laughs) So many letters. Okay. Gold mine. And let me know if I'm going way over time here because I am just all about these letters. No, I want to hear the letters. Okay. So October 3rd, 2010. Dear Robert, I visited you a little over a month ago and I never asked you if I could take your picture. 
and let me tell you, you've definitely made me regret that. The day after I returned home from Florida, a little less than a week after I visited you, I got my first speeding ticket, which ended up taking a month to get paid because they supposedly lost the ticket. And then I've been having problem after problem with my car. It's gotten to the point where it's not really even logical to keep fixing it. So basically what I'm trying to say is that I am sincerely sorry for not asking before I took your picture. That was very rude of me and you definitely have made me learn my lesson. I hope to visit you again soon and trust me, I will for sure ask before taking your picture. Sincerely, and then it just has it blacked out. P.S. I'm so sorry. Uh. Yeah. This one says, Dear Robert, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you give people bad luck? Or good, this looks like it's written by a little kid. Do you give people bad luck or good luck? Or do you give them both? What year were were you made? What's your dog's name? Robert, do you think... Yeah, I know they thought it was a dog too. It's not a dog. Robert, do you think we can be pen pals? Here's my address. Write me back. I would love to learn a lot more about you. Have a great day. Love, Gracie. P.S. Why do you... Why do they call you the Enchanto doll? I don't even know what that is. And then she drew a picture of him at the bottom. Aww. So cute. kind of sweet. Yeah. So, dear Robert, I loved visiting you. There was so many cool and interesting things at your museum, but you were the best exhibit out of everything. You are so cool. I've always wanted to see you in real life. I'm such a big fan. I have Robert everything. I have a t-shirt, a postcard, a bunch of pictures, and a Robert doll. By the way, thank you so much for letting me take your picture. I have a lot of respect for you, but some people don't, and they deserve the bad things that happened to them. Your biggest fan. And then (laughs) drew a picture, right? So then I was like, okay, well, I need to see, like, the the, fuck, Wait, the fucked up letters. there's like merchandise like we can get robert t-shirts i, I am like... not getting any of that shit no <laughs> thank you all right so robert the doll letters um i'm going to get to that just oh my once. gosh i know it's so this is amazing fucking it's so wild all right let me get hold on because there's so many things i want to make sure i do this justice here that's oh that's the same one that's on there okay sorry he has like a whole fan club he does he's like super popular so this was um it says hey robert hope you're doing well just wanted to apologize if if we upset you on friday night if so i'm really really sorry we had the worst bout of bad luck ever since we met you on saturday our flights got delayed and they lost our luggage the airline still has no idea where it is I'm not sure if I came off as insincere when I saw you, but I thought you were the coolest doll ever and told everybody so. Hope you're staying cool in the summer heat. Please forgive me. Murphy Maroney. I know. It's like, yeah. Um, Yeah. And then there was one more that was like, I mean, there's just, there's just so many. Like, it's just, it's so. So many letters. It's so creepy. Um, No, but that, the one. So wait, would you, you would go see him in this museum? I'm assuming it's like a paranormal museum. I didn't. And yeah, I didn't. would you take his picture? No, fuck no. I wouldn't even, <laughs> I, I don't even think I would go to be honest because I'm, I'm, I really do believe in that stuff. I, I, yeah. whether people believe it or not, I'm not trying to poke the fucking bear. So there is this random zoo in North Jersey where my parents live. Um, and there's a whole doll museum. Mm. And when I was a kid, I would walk into the doll museum and I felt this immense 
heaviness, this presence, oh. this like darkness. Nope. But what if we went <laughs> oh together? My God, no. <laughs> I would have to be seriously like wasted or something. I don't know. Not even. I mean, we can arrange that. No. It I... could be fun. Oh my God. I'd end up being like, sup, Robert. Jessica. No, Robert's not there, but there are other dolls there. Many hundreds of dolls. Okay, if it's just dolls and not Robert, maybe. Not Robert. Okay. No. So this one was written in February 2008. Dearest Robert, I'm really, really, truly sorry that I made fun of your leather face. Oh, no. Oh. That just sounds like leather face just sounds like a horrible <laughs> scenario right there. Leather is actually a nice material and it looks great on you. I also snapped some pics of you without your permission. I suppose that was rather rude. Not to mention some other things I did that were pretty dot 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 disrespectful. What? I don't know. What even, was it? I have no idea. After we left Key West, we discovered a bag with some pretty important articles of clothing in it. Had mysteriously disappeared. Right away, we all knew it was my fault. And I decided to make nothing but positive remarks about you. And then, with with love, Sharon. P.S. I deleted the photos. Oh, good for you. Yeah, because... Sharon. Fucking fuck you, Sharon. Fuck you, Sharon. Fuck you, Sharon. Should have known. <laughs> fucking... Don't mess with Robert And some of these are, all. like, really, really bad, like, handwriting, so I can't even make out all of them. But some of them are, like... He has a lot of fan mail. He does. This was in 2014. Dear Robert, I'm sorry my ro- my my Robert. I'm sorry my daughter took a video of you. She was trying to be polite, but I think it still may have offended you. That night she threw up for no reason and a disc in my neck slipped and has been causing me pain for weeks now. Please accept Eesh. please accept our apologies and if you um are the cause to my pain, please consider lifting this curse in all sincerity etc so i hope hope it worked out for all these people that wrote letters to him like no it's is there proof that after writing him your curse is lifted i don't know i didn't get that far but i'm scared this one is dear robert i went to key west in october 2009 i decided to come see you i was told to ask you before i took any pictures of you i asked to take your pictures three times of all three times my camera shut off it was a new camera. That's a no. That's a, that's a hard pass. It was a new camera and new batteries, so it wasn't the camera. So I turned around and took a picture of the hearse behind me. What? Had, that's terrifying. Had no more problems with the camera. Well, when I got home, I downloaded my pictures to the, my computer and realized that a reflection of you was in the glass on the hearse. Oh. Fuck. I didn't really think anything of it. Shortly after my computer crashed with a virus... I got hurt at work. I lost my job, lost my new truck, lost my home. It has been a downhill slide since then. If I didn't believe before, I do now. I do apologize if I upset you. Sincerely, Suzanne. That's awful. Um, Why is there a hearse there? That's what I want to know. Well, I was wondering (laughs) that. I'm glad you asked that question. Okay. I'm like, what? Oh, I was just taking a picture of the hearse behind you. Well, then there's, you know. Uh, there's a problem there's a problem so it it is very it's a very creepy story and i think i could go on for days about it but um you know i would like to maybe look a little more into the museum and see if there's any other cool letters but 
honestly, I just think the story freaked me out to the point where it like validates my feelings about dolls in general. <laughs> I was scared of Chucky, of Chucky growing up. That was the one do- that and that I told you already about that doll cricket with the you know, you put tape in its back and I used to have nightmares oh, yeah. about it talking with no tape in its back. And I'm like, no, I just don't want anything to do with dolls. But I don't know. I, I guess, do you believe in voodoo dolls? Do you believe in black magic? Because that's kind of where I feel like this is coming from. I mean, who am I to say it's not real? Mm. Like, I don't know everything there is to know about life and mm paranormal stuff like i'm not gonna say it's not real right i thought you knew everything shelly oh i know everything no i don't know anything uh <laughs> so i know nothing I, would, I know nothing and i would say it there's got to be something to it i know i'm like thinking well i mean that it sounds like the the haitian woman so like in haiti are there voodoo dolls like on the regular like is that a thing where like on the regular i don't yeah. know i mean it has to black magic has to have come from somewhere it's voodoo dolls freak me out too like if you think about what if someone like seriously made a doll that looked just like you and then was like poking it with pins and stuff and then you're like ow my arm broke or whatever oh oh god i hope there's no doll out there that looks like me actually uh oh, i have no. two of them <laughs> No. I have two porcelain dolls that were based on two characters I played. What the fuck? Burn the them in a fire. In <laughs> you have dolls in your house. Burn them in a fire. That look like me. Yeah. Um, oh, but no. do you ever hear, what are those like little <laughs> tiny, tiny dolls that kind of look like Buddha dolls, but they're like tinier and they're called like worry dolls or trouble dolls. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I feel like they used to sell them like. Uh, they were super popular when we were kids. Yeah, I do remember that. I wonder if anybody still has them. And I might order some. So, oh my god, I... <laughs> you just <laughs> are a glutton for punishment, aren't you? You're like, I'm gonna I'm have like... these paranormal people visit, and then stop talking comes out of the thing. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna order I'm voodoo gonna... dolls. I am that white chick in the movie that walks yes. into the dark tunnel. Yeah, you kind of yes. are. Although I um, might be that same chick because I'm like, fuck this. I'm not scared. And I'll just go ahead and be like, you guys go ahead. Um, I will be right behind you. <laughs> but oh. I heard if you have the worry dolls and you like put them certain places, they like multiply. What? So I'm curious, like if I got like, I don't know, five of them, would they like multiply into like 20? <laughs> I don't know. But that reminds me of that meme where it's like, I heard lavender reduces stress and you see this person laying there with like 75 pieces of lavender all over their body. <laughs> That's going to be you. I'm worried and you're going to have 17 voodoo worry dolls are all going to be laying <laughs> on your body. Why not? Why not? Well, this has been interesting. It's but been something. I really appreciate you letting me tell your sto- my story about Robert the doll, and I'm so oh, hopefully I, I didn't creep about you. About it, it's been so long since I've like heard anything about him, and I've always been curious. So cool. thank you. I'm glad you're aware. Well, thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to uh, reach out to us and tell us your stories at areyouafraidofghosts at gmail You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
And uh, we will, I think, be releasing a new website soon. So that will hopefully oh, yeah. centralize some stuff if you want to get in contact with us or share your stories or pictures or your thoughts and opinions about all the crazy shit we talk about. But thanks always for listening and sleep well. Bye, Shelly.